0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to The Junkyard. The show twisting up the good, the bad, and the ugly in arts and entertainment. I'm Imani. And I'm Zach. And, and here, here we go! go!
1: All right. Whew. Oh, man. How you doing today, Zach? Uh,
0: not bad. Not bad at all, man. I wrapped a week-long intensive I was teaching. That was nerve-wracking every step of the way. Uh, uh, I had a freaking amazing workout in the gym things just lined up well today man so i'm doing pretty well good to hear. yeah what was the
1: intensive about
0: uh this was my first film making my first time oh, teaching was it, was it filmmaking one? yeah yeah with okay, uh, okay. Cool, cool, asb cool. yeah so it was five days of of teaching filmmaking and um i mean i think my curriculum was very basic and eh but the uh you know just because i don't really teach anymore Um, Mm -hmm. and this is the first time I've done it, but the, the experience for the kids, I think was good. We give them an eval and it's such a weird age, like 12 to 15, you know, there's some people are weird for a long time, but there's normally Mm -hmm. a range of, of awkward weirdness for teenagers, but you know, they just like really want to do their own thing. And so, you know, they're not fully themselves because in, in that age, age range, the way people uh, uh, connect or you know identify themselves is through their peers. So they're very like talking all the time and on their fucking phones and I just don't know, you know? do you like me, do you, are you fucking with me, are you not really, you don't you give a shit because sometimes they would just be really annoying or not mm-hmm. listen and then at the end, they all said that they liked the class and they would take it again. It's just like if there was an if
1: there is a in like an age range that I could just like eliminate from the human timeline, like we could just skip over, you know what I mean, when we're aging, it would definitely be like twelve to sixteen. Like you just go from eleven to seventeen. That's it. Like you don't you don't you don't turn twelve and all that other shit and you know, like even just the preteens alone, I, I might even venture to say ten to seventeen mm-hmm. because just it's all such a mess right there, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean I, I definitely think it's just more cringe than it is dangerous um i would it's I dangerously would, cringy no i mean i would prefer if we if we had to get rid of some age age ranges mm-hmm. get out mm-hmm. some of the old folks because some of these mm-hmm. motherfuckers mm-hmm. who'd have had their job for 40 50 years need to sit down
1: just, well i don't i don't yeah. i don't mean get rid of the people that are that age i mean like how how old oh, geez there we go sorry i just uh, got yeah.
0: Well then Text whatever right whatever old age range makes you yeah. go go bad you just skip Eliminate that it. right you just yeah. go from from being like oh i'm getting old and you just hit wisdom you just go wise mm. you, you skip the angry resentful part how about that
1: Yeah definitely <laughs> i agree with that what age range would that be what's the who's angry like think about you know in the age range who's angry and resentful uh it's like 6 is it 65,
0: 65 start is that too early is it, is it 60 to 65 or is it or is it 55 to 60? Because I think once you get towards mm. 70, 70 is like real wise motherfuckers, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it might, it might depend on, on like, yeah, I mean, it, it has a lot of uh, environmental uh, uh, elements that may contribute to it. So maybe let's just go ahead and, and for safety, let's just say 55 to, to, yeah. to 68 because you know those yeah just be safe
0: yeah you're considering retirement you know your your politics change because you're probably a homeowner and Mm. you know all Mm. all like the real serious things that lock down you start to care more about you know money and shit than people
1: yeah
0: yeah Yeah. anyway
1: yeah yeah it's 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 interesting i actually this is kind of like just a this is very brief tangent um you know, that's been happening earlier and earlier, it feels like, mm-hmm. you know, you run into a lot of people that are like in I don't know what the hell is millennial age younger than that. Like uh,
0: me. I um you're not a
1: millennial okay. I mean you're yes a millennial, so not yeah. not not you then. Like uh I'm younger be- than you.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm at the beginning or uh or I'm I'm at the end. I think only, of your life. <laughs> only a couple <laughs> years. Let me let me just see. Hey, Google. When does the millennial generation start? Uh 1981. Mm. So 1981 started my generation. So uh, and then it ends at ninety-six. So one Lil, so our sister Lil, if she was born one year earlier, would also be a millennial, but she's not.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, it's not Lily then. It's it's later millennials. So a few years younger than you that are like really obsessed with like this kind of like um, like this false this this like um, this fallacy where like capitalism like is going to like 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 they can really pull up their bootstraps you know what I mean by like basic things that people used to do back in the day like that home owning and like owning like tiny like shops and things like that is going to make them millionaires instead of just like doing what they want like because they want to do it So, it's like kind of like there's like this interim dream where people think that they can reach the same level of success that people in the 50s did with these things now. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's kind of toxic because people are kind of following that lead. But since it's not real because our economy doesn't really support that anymore, people are ending up like in like tons of debt. You know what I mean? And it's like kind of this thing that is like, it's kind of uh, perpetuating from that generation into this generation sort of for people. It's like this kind of like uh, half entrepreneurial mind, you know what I mean? Hmm. And it's like, it's not all the way haven't there yet. You no. haven't, well, you guess you know, it's not really like a, like a written down phenomenon. It's just oh, like, it's just like you, you notice. It's something I notice, but I see it so much that I'm, I'm, I'm pinning it down. Mm-hmm, I'm pinning it down mm-hmm. right now. And I'm going to call it right now. Cause watch, this is going to be a thing. And let's say 10 years. We're going to have it's going to be like some kind of uh, miniature market recession for smaller businesses, maybe not even 10 years, maybe less than 10 years Mm -hmm. for people that started businesses uh, that didn't have proper infrastructure because they were following some sort of idealism that um, wasn't all the way thought through because it was old. It was outdated and it wasn't matching the greediness of large corporations nowadays and people are not Uh taking that into consideration. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, I may sound crazy right now, but <laughs> I, I've thought this through. I've seen it so many times and it's like, Oh, anyway, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes in 10 years when this podcast is still going, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see uh, if I'm correct. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh,
0: how are you? How's you? Doing? Know,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. It's going pretty good. I am I, um, just started a gym membership up again because it's, you know, it's been such a long while and, I used I, I had a gym membership in the beginning of 2020 before the pandemic, and it was a crazy expensive gym, and that kind of tainted my my experience as far as paying for gym memberships. Like it was crazy expensive. Like how expensive do you think it was a month?
0: Um, like 150 dollars. Oh fuck!
1: Okay, okay. Uh, maybe it wasn't crazy expensive. Uh, it was. It, it, it was, was just expensive. Because I
0: pay, I pay uh, seventy-seven dollars a month right now. So me and New can go to the Y. But that's the YMCA. They have like you know kid camps and pools. Oh my and... god!
1: God damn. Um, well, okay. Well, for it's me, it's expensive, but you know. Yeah. So okay. Well, maybe I should put this in the better... for me who was unemployed at the time and was uh, $17, $45 a month was too fucking much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was too goddamn much uh, for somebody like me. And um, so I, I had to cancel it, and I stopped going to the gym for a while, and then the pandemic happened. And then uh, mom got this thing called the Xeno Gym, uh, which is like a resistance band bench workout space that we put into the garage. And that worked out for a while, but then I, I felt like I needed more because I wasn't, make, I wasn't gaining any muscle. You know, and I was really, I was, I was trying to figure out like what was going on with me, like what's wrong with my body? Why can I work out for an hour and a half, six days out of the week? And I'm not seeing any change in my physique, except for the fact that I'm losing four pounds a fucking week. Like what's happening here? Like, this is real. This is real shit. I I, I think I lost, like i said, I know a lot of people have a different story about the pandemic, but I might've lost 12 pounds through the pandemic. Mm. Not intentionally. I was not trying to fucking lose weight. So um i did some research and i had no idea about this whole bulking slash cutting thing that people do oh i never, I'd, I'd the never holla, heard of how it at me well i i just was trying to figure it out on my own you know and like yeah, doing like just like i was like well i just didn't work out harder you know i'm a teenage boy I should work out i should just start fucking getting jacked you know right, right. and um so i started seeing my friend on instagram from high school and um he used to have the same physique as me when we were freshmen in high school and then sophomores in high school. And then I see him throughout this pandemic. He goes from looking like me to being fucking ripped. And I'm like, what the, and it's like, he's like five months. And I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck is going on? How did he do that? So then I asked him because we had similar uh, body types. And so I was like, whatever advice he can give me is going to, you know, be, be pretty accurate. Um, and he's the one that told me about this whole bulking and cutting thing. So anyway, anyway, I got the gym membership and I got a little kitchen scale, and I got that app, the, whatever MyFitnessPal or whatever it is. And
0: oh, yeah. I've been. Uh, I think that's what I got. Or yeah, like yeah.
1: I mean, I figure a lot of people have it. It's got 1.1 million ratings <laughs> on, the, right. on the Apple Store. Um, so anyway, I've been doing that for the last five days, and I feel pretty good. Uh, I got this little muscle gun here from TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. That's uh, definitely helped me out because I. Stretching, you know, I, is is helpful, but whenever I still am, am quite sore. Um, but the muscle gun has definitely helped me a lot, and I've definitely in only five days with a, a total diet change and you know really focusing on protein intake, but like a clean bulk, so not so many carbs or sugars. I'm really seeing a change in my physique already. Mm-hmm. So, I I guess I'm gonna say that I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a long way to get to that. I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, uh, yesterday, I squatted 200 pounds um, with no issue at all. No pain. How many times? No strain 10 times. Wow. And I, I didn't feel any pain. Uh, no straining during it. I didn't feel like my neck veins were going to pop out of my neck or anything. I felt good. And when I got off of it, I felt like I could jump 20 feet high. <laughs> so I felt pretty good.
0: What, el- what else did you learn from your friend
1: so he turned me on this thing called anabolic steroids no i'm kidding <laughs> um, no uh, he 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 just basically what the biggest thing that i got from him was bulking and cutting that's what i that like those those two words and then i went into my own research um because, because...
0: now there is unfortunately like a thing where all these influencers look like they do regular workouts and they do but they're fucking on steroids this thing called SARMs it's technically not illegal but it technically is steroids so I want you to be careful now that you're getting into the world of fitness at this age your friend might have just gotten jacked because they might have been newbie gains right the, the, the first time someone steps in a gym and lifts you can really pack it on and get get to a certain point but then after a while, you sort of level out. But you also need mm. to be careful because there are a lot of people your age claiming to, to be natural fit people when they're on steroids, which is why they get fucking super yoked in a year or, or less. Right. Like yeah. All, all those celebrity transformations like. Camille Naggiani he's that was fucking steroids you, you can't oh, oh my god everybody you, knows that I mean you, you, can tell oh, okay. I was like, you can't do, it you do that it, in a in a year it's not possible no,
1: no 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 I feel like he was even I feel like he was even open about that because I knew that from the start too but even if he didn't say anything you can tell by their jaw
0: yeah the um, fucking jawline
1: when the the jawline is like weirdly like shapen it's because there's like some weird like their growth there is not natural yeah and I can almost always tell when someone's on steroids by the look of their jaw um at least uh males. Well, there,
0: there are, well, there are there are different things. He did quite a bit in a year to get to get that way. But there mm-hmm. are people that don't look like that with their jaw mm-hmm. that still mm-hmm. are, are are on substances. It depends yeah, on well, how, I much, was it, how much you take and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely.
1: I hear what you're saying. And I actually didn't watch any videos on it because I've seen like so here's the thing, is I used to follow people on YouTube and I was trying to do these workouts before. Ooh. And that's when I was just metabolizing my muscle um that's what was because you, you, were,
0: you weren't eating enough
1: i wasn't eating enough and no. i was doing too much cardio uh-huh. i was doing because uh, my body automatically i'm already burning a lot every day i have very fast metabolism i'm very active every day already so then top that on to doing to not lifting weights right i was only doing calisthenics mm-hmm. and then on top of like doing tons of cardio like running three miles every day mm. and, or, or either running three miles or swimming you know Forty laps. It was like I was literally just over metabolizing everything, and mm-hmm. so that's why when I when I read about this, I actually only read blogs that were by like um, what are those guys called that uh, they they, uh, they are.
0: Uh, they, the it's like You got, you got, you got to college medicine? for it. You got to college oh, for like, your. Oh, like like uh, um, physical therapists. Or... Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes.
1: Physical therapists. And I only read blogs um, about. Um, bulking and cutting and they actually were quite scientific rather than being uh experience-based mm-hmm. um that kind of like led me to figure out whether i should be bulking or cutting obviously i should be bulking because yeah. i'm 12 pounds underweight um and then like um what to do when all, when you're doing all those things instead of like these guys on youtube that are like every day i drink six eggs and like yeah. a shake of vanilla ice cream you know it's like instead of that because that those i I don't know how those guys started out you know Uh and i feel like most it's most important to acknowledge body type and i learned about body types a long time ago about like whatever it's endomorph ectomorph or whatever it is you know Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: Mm -hmm. i learned that my body type was not common you know for those guys that are getting jacked and packing on muscle like that even even three you know even three years having these crazy transformations my body type is not really like that. At least at this point I need to eat. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm playing it pretty safe. And, uh, you know, I know I mentioned that I did 200 pounds, 10 reps, and that is totally true, but I normally stick to pretty low weights. Like, I mean, the highest weight I'll go to normally is 70 pounds on all muscle groups. No, I mean like you're you're
0: 18. So, I mean, you're these next couple of years, like your testosterone is at the highest. So I'm, I'm not surprised you can do what you do. It just immediately made me think of, you know, like, Oh, my friend and in five months or whatever. And I was just like, Oh shit. I'm literally, you know, I've been, cause I've been working out since before high school with Mm -hmm. Rashawn doing sports all my life and stuff like that. And then, and then dance, you know, but Mm -hmm. this is my first time doing a a program. And so Mm. You know, I've just been working on form and certain things in order to lift correctly. Mm. You have to have a certain level of flexibility and mm. all, all these things. So I'm just in the same work that you're in. I'm actually on a bulk too. And it's fucking hard. I, yeah. I just I just hit two hundred pounds, but like getting up to two ten is getting up to two and you know I've been skinny all my life, and now I'm like two hundred pounds and I'm maybe around thirteen to fourteen percent body fat. And I'm only wow. like six weeks into my program uh so i just immediately was like oh shit i didn't know you were on that we should connect about that and then when i thought about that i had just i follow uh, a couple different people on youtube Mm -hmm. who are who their goals are to stop people from doing dangerous things and like Mm -hmm. busting myths and like keeping people healthy while they work out and Mm -hmm. so you know you being 18 i was just like oh oh i just need to say this thing i just need to you know it's like a safety thing i just got to worry yeah
1: no thank you for that thank you and and oh my god dude it's so hard to eat this much Is like, it, I put, isn't I, it I,
0: isn't it so much food oh, oh my god,
1: god. fucking sucks <laughs> like i have a i have a smart scale or mom bought a smart scale a little while ago so i connected that to my fitness pal and everything so uh-huh. it knows how much i weigh yeah. and all the stuff so it's like it gave me a pretty accurate amount of things that i should eat every day
0: uh-huh And I'm
1: just like, fuck, oh, my God, this is fucking. And then when I work out, I work out. And then it adds more food because I worked out. I'm like, no, don't add any more fucking food. Just just forget that I worked out, you know, and I'm like, God, do
0: do you know about um, so traditionally there is a bulking and cutting phase. And that is normally for from the bodybuilder methodology Mm -hmm. uh, because they cut for shows. Um, And then there's this thing called main gaining. Right. There's so it's maintaining the gains you have. And then Mm. there's lean bulking. Right. And I don't Mm. know. I'm not a fucking doctor or a nutritionist. Some of the people that I watch say that you can lean bulk, which is putting on lean body mass Mm. uh, while getting bigger and not having to put on all the fat and then cut it off. Some Mm. other people say it's not fucking possible. It's not real. Right. But Mm. in my experience well, one, I had to get used to eating this much. And mm. then secondly, I had to get used to eating correctly that much. Because mm. when you get the like when you get a high protein diet, like it's less food than it would be if it was carbs. Or mm. no, it's it's more. It's more. So I have I'm having to eat more because it's, it's like slim, thin protein, right? Like mm. chicken is not as calorically dense as fucking oatmeal. Mm -hmm. right? So I just have to eat more chicken breasts or chicken thighs or whatever. Uh, um, And so trying to figure it out of doing a lean bulk, you say it's possible, but it just takes longer than an actual bulk and then cut. Um, And Oh, and that's because my app also does the same thing. My maintenance calories to remain where I am are about 3,100 calories a day. In order to get up to 210 over i'm trying to put on like half a pound a week they say you can do a pound but that's way i that'd be like thirty eight hundred calories for a day and i can't do that so i'm at like 34 right now right and then i work out so it puts me in a deficit and it's saying oh you need to eat more it's like but that's the trick of the lean bulk is that you eat as much as it tells you to but then when you work out you don't eat to make up for the workout You just eat what it tells you, eat in a surplus, and then you work out. And so technically, you're eating more calories than you need a day, but you're burning, uh, but you're not holding on to all the calories uh, because you've worked out. And that's supposed to equal, equal out to a lean bulk of being able to put on lean muscle mass without first building a bunch of fat. So that's what I've been trying to do, and it's very difficult. I'm getting interested in powerlifting, so I'm gonna go get some shoes and um, mm. really trying to work on like the basics. Like the Olympics got me really inspired. Like <laughs> uh, like not only the squat and the deadlift, you know things like that, but mm. uh, the clean and the jerk and like the super the movements that I really used to do when I was training football. That you actually not just to get aesthetically pleasing ripped mm. but to be strong enough to move heavy weight um it's just that's sort of the the physics behind it is becoming really interesting to me um mm. i just stumbled upon a couple of pages where they were talking about the actual algebra in calculating you know force and power through muscle recruitment and it was just super fascinating so yeah i'm just i'm just thinking about that
1: yeah that's that's what i'm kind of focusing on too not so much like how my body's going to turn out because i feel like that'll just do it on do it on you know do it by itself i really want to get stronger um for sure like that's what that's what i'm focusing on too is just getting stronger Mm because like i said i i I typically stick to 70 or, or fewer pounds and i'm like i'm not strong at all i'm not strong and so like that's, that's a concern, you know, to be able to to help my aging, you know, mm-hmm. um, so my body can keep up. And that's really important.
0: Um, what gym do you go to? I, I go to the Y, right, right by my house.
1: Oh, that's right. Sorry, you said the Y. You said the Y already. Where Sorry.
0: Where are you at now?
1: I'm at Crunch Fitness.
0: Crunch Fitness?
1: Yeah, you ever heard of them?
0: No. Is that the one like across from your house?
1: Wow. Um, no, the one right across from my house is the $45 one um Um, the the crunch fitness is just barely down the street from my house and and um it's actually a crunch fitness select uh, i don't know what the hell that means but it it appears to me they have more than a regular crunch fitness but anyway it's 10 bucks a month oh so yeah it's sweet and i just paid a year in advance and i was just like i don't even want to have to think about i hate monthly shit you know so Mm. just let me let me me get this this will force me to make the commitment and then also i don't have to (laughs) worry about you know so, yeah, that's where I'm going. I'm surprised you never heard of Crunch Fitness. Have you heard of Planet Fitness? Yeah. God damn it.
0: Oh, motherfuckers. What, what? 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 <laughs> I hate Planet Fitness. Is that the place that took your money?
1: No, they didn't take my money. I just I just hate them. Why? I hate their, I hate their branding. I hate their colors. <laughs> I, 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 hate, I hate their stupid fucking food days that they have where they give everybody pizza. I hate it. Wow. I mean, they, 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 they piss me off so much.
0: They give everybody pizza?
1: They have like pizza days.
0: At the gym?
1: At the fucking gym. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I hate them. I'm like, how are you going to have a pizza day at your motherfucking gym? What kind of gym is this? Right. And and just the, just the worst colors ever. <laughs> and I'm just, and I, I just, I, I is can't believe it like believe.
0: purple, purple and silver or something like that? Purple and, <laughs> purple
1: <laughs> and like fucking custard yellow or some oh, shit? Oh, yellow. Like, ugh. And I'm like gross. Yeah, it's, it's not even like Lakers, like so purple funny. and yellow. It's just like the worst. And the and the fact that you know about Planet Fitness and not about Crunch Fitness is is gonna make me cry in about five minutes here. What? Cr-
0: Cr- but Planet Fitness <laughs> is just old. You know what I mean? But they have new buildings
1: too. Like there's a new one by my house, and it looks the fucking same.
0: Like that's this, yeah, just true.
1: like it's just their brand. Oh, if if I if I could destroy them, I would. If
0: I ah, can... Yo, remember <laughs> this, this has got to be some character we make up in the future. Has to go on a fucking rant about how I hate Planet Fitness. This is the most hilarious. This is some shit you would see in like a Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie. I oh fucking, my god, you're so right. I fucking hate Planet Fitness. Oh, that's you're good. so
1: right. That's so well, I don't know. It's just one of those things, I guess. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just can't get over it. I'm never gonna get over it either. It's oh, my it's
0: okay. My All resolve. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's your ninja way. <laughs> it's my. <laughs>
1: Dumb.
0: <laughs> Are
1: you, you must be like that with something aren't you there's gotta be something oh yeah, yeah like, like,
0: what well, yeah i can't even think off the top of my head i, I definitely am probably a few things i wonder um I it's, it's not coming off the top of my head definitely <laughs> i think i've definitely just told new i've been super upset I'm mad about something and i, and I <laughs> made excuses for myself and i was like you, you know what before you judge me just get over the fact that i'm gonna feel this way about this thing okay just like <laughs> defending it to the end i i, I understand oh, hey, that's so it.
1: funny i love how you were so mad about it that you don't even remember like i can just imagine your eyes like bloodshot red yeah oh with, like you... angry your pupils are all dilated
0: you know you know what something it infuriates me to my core actually <laughs> what the play okay so at the ymca right look Uh, i I love the facility everybody's nice you can tell uh, them about to complain about something (laughs) uh uh, uh, uh. they got signs everywhere that say wipe down your your machine and that's Mm. great but Mm. nobody well people are but a lot of people are not re-racking their weights and i don't know like at So there's like a trade-off, right? Because at Choose Fitness, which was a pretty nice facility, it was much more about look at me. Both men Mm -hmm. and women were there looking at each other. People were still working out, of course, but it was just more about the looking showiness. But at Mm -hmm. the Y, it's much more family. You know what I mean? So of course, there's still hot people there. Hot people are are everywhere. But it's much less showing off. There's much less people being creepy. Everyone's there just trying to work hard more often yeah and i don't understand like pre-covid the people that worked there were like hey you can't have your bag up here you have to put it in the locker room uh you know hey you know please put your weights back and now people just leave weights all over all over the place on the floor in front Mm -hmm. or behind of machines they'll leave it on machines they'll just get up and walk away and i just want to get i and now wow. beginning, I'm, I'm beginning to ask people i'm like hey man are you done like yeah yeah, go ahead i'm like actually can you re-rack please like what and i was like can you put your weights back for a, while, for a while i didn't have the confidence but now now uh you know whenever i see someone mm-hmm. and do it if i can if, if they walk away too fast and i can't like run and get them that's not that's too that's too weird but if i catch them, hey, I, like, re-rack your fucking weights
1: bro <laughs> but, re-rack if re-rack
0: I, <laughs> but if i catch them right off of the bar or whatever the rack uh-huh. i i will say something i'm so fucking tired of that i don't understand how anybody doesn't understand to put their weights back uh i yeah it's it's fucking i will never i will never make an excuse all oh, that you have it for me to put back then you shouldn't be lifting it you should not <sighs> be able to lift that get the fuck out
1: whoa wait a minute god wow, that's <laughs> super brave like what do you do if like somebody's like what the fuck do you see me bro Sure. Well, well like, I don't, they want, I don't they want to fight with you.
0: I don't hostily approach everyone. Uh, har- Hardly anyone. Every- I, I mean, hardly, hardly anybody. Right. I am super like judgy and catty right now because we're on the podcast and I'm talking mm-hmm. my fucking shit. But then when I'm out there, I'm like, oh, hey, brother, are you done with that machine? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, would you help me out? Would you would you mind re-racking your weights just for the next mm-hmm. person? Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Nor my thing, I compensate. I'm normally too nice about things that you should be able to say, like, hey you fucking asshole, put your shit Mm. away. You know, Mm, like mm, you should be able to say that, but I'm not that guy unless (laughs) it's like injustice, right? If you've done wrong, then I'm gonna get you. But normally I'm going to be angry in private and mm-hmm. super fucking calm and nice and per- in person.
1: <laughs> so I, I I just, I'm, I'm loving this right now. I I'm I just cannot imagine like, even, even as, as, even if you're super like pacifist, right? When you're doing it, I don't know the right way to say this. And, you know, you're not giving anybody a any reason to be an asshole. You know, some people, especially if they're on steroids or maybe if they're just uh, having just a crazy, you know, you know, gym day, they're just like, what? You know they're just like super. All their blood's all hot and pumping and stuff like that. Like, okay, okay. I got two questions for you. Okay, so what do you, what do you what do you do if someone pulls a machine gun out no? If somebody if somebody wants okay. to fight you, like, what do you do if somebody wants to like if they're if they're trying to like if they're being like uh, aggressive?
0: Well, I think that I can normally pick up on that if someone is not right then I will not talk to them. I will not say anything to them. If I can tell they're not right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot, it's, it's two. it's a block away from the high school, a block and a half away from a high school. So they're the things that it's more annoying than anything. You know, people aren't hopped up on there. I'm there almost every day. Mm-hmm. And so I I see there's a couple of bodybuilders in there. There's a couple of bigger dudes who like are power lifting you know big heavy weight there's a couple a mm-hmm. couple of people who are just trying to get by and then there are some people who are just like beginning their fitness journey it's the ymca so it's a much more range of uh of uh workout experience and so any anyone who is lifting seriously enough um is gonna put the weights back mm-hmm. uh, i i get more upset about the culture of the gym not being respected and spread because especially after a year off, uh, you know, if you didn't know before, you're definitely not going to know now. And so for me, it's not about trying to police people, but it's Mm. about, Hey, when I talk to them, it's like, Hey, I give the tone of, this is how this is supposed to be right. I'm, I'm not really offering you, an option. I'm sort of letting you know, right? And also, I'm one of the biggest fucking dudes in that gym. I mean, I'm not huge by any means, but in, I'm six foot three, two hundred pounds. If I politely ask you to put your weights back, are you gonna fucking <laughs> tell me no? Because That's I'm funny. because I'm not here to fight, and I'm not I'm not fucking huge. I don't I don't lift heavy fucking weight, but mm. but it's just true, and I'm there every day, so. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has been there a couple of times a week knows my afro and my tall, skinny legs. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I say, Oh, hey, would you please put those away? Are is anybody going to be the spoiled child to not do that? Because, because one, I don't have any interest in fighting anyone. So mm. I'm really good at talking people down. I have a lot of. Formal and informal training in uh, conflict resolution. I've literally mm. trained to do that professionally. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm here to work out and lift heavy weights. I'm not here to fight some guy who thinks he's Rocky because he's taking pre-workout for the first fucking <laughs> time. You know, and at the, <laughs> and at the why, there's no one <laughs> at the wilds. Huh? At the why, cool, yeah. there's no one like that. It's yeah. it's just always some fucking dude or chick who doesn't know or or worked so hard they fucking stumbled up and forgot to rack their weights. And so I just say, Hey, you know, please don't, you know, do that or please put it back. Mm. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to fucking fight me because I'm not a fighter, but uh, I'll be damned before I lose in public. You know, you know what know. I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. What you're saying.
1: Well, well, that actually leads me perfectly into the final question for this change here, okay?
0: Um,
1: what is your, like, what's, I, I, I hear what you're saying. You're totally a, a conflict resolutionist, and I'm the same way. I would rather talk somebody down or, you know, just walk away laughing my ass off rather than, you know, fight somebody. However, <laughs> what, what, what's your limit? Like, what, like, you know what I mean? Like, like not, not, not to where you resort to violence, but to where you see somebody and you're like, you know, kicking this person's ass would be a favor in this instance because it would stop them from doing this with somebody who would not be so kind. You know what I mean? Uh, like, when, have you ever thought about an ass kicking being mandatory? Or, or if you haven't thought about that, I think right now, is there any circumstance where for you a not an over the top, but just a solid ass kicking would be, you know, uh, important, like not literally beating somebody unconscious, but like, you know, a couple get good punches until they, they kind of stumble away. and go, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, what's, yeah, what's the yeah. what's the limit?
0: Um, well, I, I, I as corny as it sounds, I really do believe in, uh, you know, sort of the radical love type of thing and so i mean for real even even today i had a student who was being smart with me and instead of like cussing him out i just politely explained how i felt uh and at the end he was like hanging his head and then i topped it off with (laughs) topped it off with and look bro that's not me hating on you that's just me telling you how i feel Mm -hmm. right so then Mm -hmm. so so it's not um I'm at there, there, there comes a point for me and I feel like I've felt this a lot with depression because Mm. my, in my experience, depression makes anger into sadness for me very quickly. Um, Mm. so I can't, I'm not really good at holding on to anger. Uh, uh, a lot of things I look for logical reasons for. And so then when things make sense, I'm able to like connect dots. Um, Mm -hmm. And so if someone is not a danger to me Mm -hmm. or someone around me, I'm not going to put my hands on anyone. I'm Mm -hmm. there's no fucking way that I'm just going to walk up like this is a fucking movie movie you know, like like a, like a Compton movie, just like, I wish that motherfucker Compton. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. shit that was really happening in high school. We were just like, let's go to the locker rooms and fight. And now I'm like, damn, that is wasted energy. So mm-hmm. unless someone is like, I'm gonna, even if someone was like, I'm gonna fuck you up, I would still keep talking until they threw that first punch. And then it's like a clear understanding that I have permission to defend myself. Um, but unless someone was like, you know, fuck you and your Asian wife or, you know, somebody said some stupid shit that mm-hmm. really I felt was wrong, mm-hmm. then I would have to step up. But I also feel like there's just too much eagerness to fight nowadays just to just to jump and not to resist that. So when I get ready to fight, mm-hmm. I, I really feel like it's a like it feels old to me, you know. Like it feels like, mm. like now I have to defend my honor or myself because I'm not going to fight you uh, unless I have to. And if you're dangerous and you're dangerous to people around me, then I'm going to mm. put you down as fast as I can so the cops can show up, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do not um, have any naivete about my, mor- uh, my mortality, especially with the kid on the way. I'm not mm. playing around. Right mm-hmm. there is there are legal things that can kill me. Let alone some motherfucker in the, in, in anywhere who has something to prove or is not mm. in their right mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm really uh, I'm a waterbender man. You know what I'm saying? Like I am mm. in flow. I'm about that push and that pull. So I'm really not trying to throw hands on anybody unless they're dangerous.
1: That's powerful. You know, I'd never really thought about, like, just literally sharing your feelings with somebody can make people feel so, like, vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, I just imagined, like, if, if somebody, if, like, some big, like, Brock, you know what I mean, came up to you and was like, you know what, bro? You know, you fucking tell me put those weights back on the rack? Dude, I'm going to fuck you up, man. You know, like, something like that. And then yeah. I could just imagine you being, like, your tone and your aggressive, like, just whatever it is, or just, like, it's making me feel there. Just, like, just saying that. And then just seeing them be like, "What the fuck are you saying, bro?" You It's like, I'm just telling you how I feel. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I just can't fucking work out, dude. I, I just saw you and I just, I got pissed off. But you're bringing up a lot in me right now. <laughs> you're up a- hug? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like they get like super emotional. You know, what I mean, I can just really imagine that. That's that's a lot more powerful than a punch. I'll have mm-hmm. to say, you know, the more long-lasting effects.
0: So the, the quickest I, I can way. Thank you. The quickest way to throw someone off their game is just ask them what their name is. Hey, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, oh, oh! Hey, what was your name, bro? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? And then, and then you just introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Zach, bro. Nice to meet you, dog. What's What's up? Is something wrong? Can I Can I help you with something? And they be like, they'll be like, I swear to God, G. That's so I funny. I promise you, you gotta throw people off. It's It's one. How many How many of these confrontations have you had? In real life, almost almost none. Yes, almost in, almost none. in real life. <laughs> well, when you're anxious and 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 a little bit crazy like me, uh, uh, you know, part of my my anxiety is paranoia. So ever since I was like thirteen, twelve, mm. I've been I've been running through situations before they happen. I'll run through a scenario three, four, five times before I even get somewhere. Before it happens. Yes and and most of the time it doesn't even happen that's part of my struggle that's part of my whole anxious thing is i I spend my time worrying so so yeah i've woosawed my way out of a lot of things that never happened but then when it does happen in real life i've got four or five scripts to pull from i've I've already done this a couple of times Mm. in my head Mm. so it's not that weird and you
1: you you mentioned in high school that there was fighting and after that you were just like over that so did you ever have to did you have you ever been in a fight that wasn't consensual uh, like I like consensual i mean like for fun
0: uh i was in a my, my first week of high school as a freshman i was in, i was slap boxing with the homies and i won one and got my ass whooped and the other one uh it was like a I was like a, a tyson type dude he was real small and he got up underneath me pop, 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 pop but he was the homie and i had never slap boxed before um yeah i when... mean
1: i mean like like a negative uh yeah, like, yeah then... i mean i fight with my friends all the time for fun
0: right right, right. but that was my first time doing that and then mm. uh i got i got into a fight with somebody um over over no reason and then yeah it was really because i because I, I didn't laugh it off i said something back to them and they were like let's fight them and i was like shit okay and it, and it and i just and it it doesn't feel like a real fight because we were supposed to fight I pulled my pants up and I threw the first hit and I I slapped him or hit him or whatever it was in the face and ha- however he felt about that maybe he felt like I was too fast or what you know what whatever it was then instead of throwing hands then he speared me he just like ran into me and speared me to the ground and then I was like what oh that's not really a f- I was like I thought we were still like throwing hands yeah so it was just a weird He tackled you? Yeah. And then he definitely went around telling people that he beat my ass. And I was like, well, I guess you did get me to the floor, but it was like far from an ass whooping. And so the the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the whole thing put a really bad taste in my mouth. And so I started to think about the whole situation. I was like, couldn't I have just avoided this if I said, yeah, oh, well, and walked away. I was like, yeah, I could have. And so I just have done that ever since
1: wow that's fucking bullshit That guy just fucking tackled you straight up that's like i thought we were gonna fight i didn't even say wrestle yeah this wasn't this was not part of the negotiation what the fuck wow that's super lame well um Hmm. very interesting very interesting yeah Yeah, i I, i've never really asked that you know about it i mean yeah my dad well, my, my, my dad always says, you know, you know, well, I used to get lots of fights, so I used to get lots of fights, you know, and I don't know, like, you know, what all that is, if that's all just, you know, storytelling, you know, or wishful thinking or whatever it was. But, you know, I have very, um, like, I'm very much the same way. And I've been thinking, like, a lot recently, like, have I always just been this way? Well, first off, I've never had that kind of confrontation. Nobody's ever, ever gotten like that to me ever like wanted to fight me or even gotten like like yelling at me maybe like in fucking kindergarten right Right. but like who doesn't yell at people in kindergarten you know what i mean so at some point you have a shitty day or you literally shit your pants but like I, i i i've never been in that situation otherwise i mean i've had people say shitty things to me right you know and and like when i was in sixth grade um going to school right by the border and playing soccer every day and being as shitty at soccer as I was, had a few, you know, fellow s- Latino sixth graders call me the N word or whatever, you know, behind my back, but I could hear them or my mom, the N word, right. Cause she was a teacher there. Mm-hmm. And you know, that just, it was still never enough for me to even, you know, confront somebody. And so I, I, I don't know like what, you know, what it is about that, that I just would rather not, Hmm. You know, or or if it's just some something where, you know, people say, Oh, better to, you know, do it now and then or whatever it is, ask for forgiveness other than permission, or I don't know what the fuck, fuck that is.
0: That. Yeah, I'm just like I've never, thing, I've never oh never I've just that. never
1: wanted to do that. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I don't I'm not really a forgiveness person, but I'm also not a permission person. So I normally just don't do the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
1: saying? And so I don't know. I don't know. I've just done a lot of thinking about that. Confrontation, I'm not. I'm not all about that. I don't like it. no matter how it is, if it's, if it's if it's gentle or if it is fighting, you know.
0: I don't know if it's like an actual thing from history or if it's a meme type thing. But they say, you know it, it times are always changing and uh, there's always a lot of different kinds of people. Of course, there's no monolithic people, but um, but there's this thing of like, you know, before the Roman, soldier who was physical and you know big and strong is the one who got the woman right Mm. got the got Mm. the partner Mm. um but nowadays and then right and then another big strong soldier would come along and then those two would be stuck fighting over the woman right Mm. and while those two were fighting Mm. the scholar would swoop the woman up (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i think I, I think i've heard something similar to that yeah
0: so that was a very like bad rendition of that but the the point remains the same of of there's a time and place for everything and if you spend all of your time trying to attack the problem one way you know when you could just sneak around the back door and try the try the different way you know mm.
1: yeah I, I i another a similar quote to that was uh albert einstein he said uh what was it? It's such. It's 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 such a like a such you know it's like such an Albert Einstein quote like so concise like what is it? Right uh, so the quote is: weak people revenge, strong people forgive, intelligent people ignore. It's <laughs> very 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 funny right there, but um, but I feel like you know he is leaving out the fact that I think strong, I think it means a lot of things. I think strong is very positive here. I think intelligent uh, for me, like with that ignoring thing, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like ignoring is not, is not the best way to do things. And that's why I'm trying to relook at the way I, I do things. You know what I mean? As far as ignoring things and your way sounds closer to the strong people way, as far as literally just forgiving and being open and stuff like that. And that, that sounds like just, you know, a more a healthier way to be with one's
0: self, you know. Well, I mean, we we in a in a perfect world, yes. But I also think there are times for ignoring. There are really <laughs> important important times when what someone deserves is to not be in your life anymore, right? Mm. So even if you even if they are heating you up and they want forgiveness, it's like, mm. well, maybe I've forgiven you, maybe I haven't, but that's my business. I'm mm. not involving you in my life anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are, Straight up. yeah, there are, forgiveness is for you. It's never mm. for that other person. Um, mm. So, you know, sometimes people have to live with the fact that they won't be forgiven, right? Mm. Our, our actions have consequences and that's a lot of, Uh, what drives me forward it's a lot of what drives my work forward and it's a lot Mm -hmm. of what drives like my politics and my my critique of people in power forward um because that's a lot of the privilege i mean like you know part of the challenge of um black people in america right now uh like that we're facing directly Mm um is is the generation without fathers because of ronald reagan Mm. and and the war on drugs and how Mm. someone who sold crack and someone who sold cocaine even though it's almost the same drug uh, and even though white people and black people during that time consumed and sold drugs at nearly the exact same rate black people went to jail like far more often and served Uh, sentences far more severe some people served life simply for possession while some people Mm. were immediately put on probation simply Mm. because of how they look and uh, people's biases against them and we are living uh, in the world where those men because it was mostly men Mm. black men in a world where a whole generation grew up without fathers and that Mm. affects the black community that affects all kinds of things uh you know just like when they took millions of africans out of africa and detached mm-hmm. them from their roots you mm-hmm. have to change you have to adapt for the better or the worse so you have an entire generation of children who did not have dads and an entire generation of mothers who had to uh parent by themselves right mm-hmm. and so consequences are real mm-hmm.
1: Shit, that's actually, yeah, that's super sad to think about. That's really sad. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing something about that, about yeah, like how the sentences between crack and cocaine were just like so stupidly different. Just even though that the chemical makeup of the two drugs are too similar for that to be valid. You know what I mean? And that's just like wow.
0: And that they get to spin that narrative that black people Mm -hmm. do this and black people do that, even when whites consumed and sold drugs nearly at the same rate. That's why that's why like it's Biden is better than Trump but I'll never forgive him for that shit because him and Hillary were talking about black people being like super criminals, criminalizing Mm -hmm. our people, keeping us in the situations we wanted to get out of. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's the same thing with the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers uh, you know, provided um, transportation for kids to go to school, provided uh, food for those who could not eat in their communities, um, mm. you know what I mean. Like gun mm. laws matter until it was the Black Panther, and then the CIA shut them down from the inside,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Just, just, just like the FBI was keeping tabs on Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a trip. <sighs> Fucking bullshit, man. Fucking bullshit.
1: I could go for so much longer. and You're starting something up in me right now. I have some <laughs> things I can say right now, but I'm not. I'm not gonna because we are reaching the end of the time that we have for this episode. And um, I'm really glad for those of you that joined us in today's episode. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Sorry and, we didn't um,
0: get to any art or entertainment.
1: Sorry about that. <laughs> Actually, I was going to try and curve it around to, to entertainment for something that I had read last week, but then I just didn't get to it. Yeah. So it's okay. Next, next, uh, next episode, we will have a, an original Junkyard episode, back just like the good old days where we're going to talk about some art in the literal good, bad, and ugly of it. But for now, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Imani. I'm Zach. And we'll see you next time.
0: Goodbye.